Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. The biggest gift from the... Good morning. Good morning. I got kicked off. Good morning, y'all. I got kicked off. I got kicked off. Mine got everywhere. I know why, too, but it's okay. Thank you, Father God. You will see the biggest gift would be from me. And the card attached would say, thank you for being a friend. We're not, I'm not studying. Good morning. I'm still going. And if you threw a party, good morning, and invited everyone you knew. That's how I know this is important. You would see the biggest gift would be from me. And the card attached would say, thank you for being. They kicked they kick me off for a copyright infringement, so I had to come back. They, the, the, you would see, the even though it should qualify according to the Fair Use Act, you would see the biggest gift would be to me, from me. So the card attached would say, thank you for being a friend. That song has been in my heart all morning long, all morning long, like all morning long. I just been saying, hey, thank you for being a friend. Come on, y'all, sing it with me. And if you threw a party and invited everyone you knew, You would see the biggest gift would be from me And the card attached would say Thank you for being a friend Thank you, Lord Thank you for being a friend Come on, y'all My goodness Thank you for being a friend Oh, my goodness Thank you for being a friend Come on, y'all Thank you for being a friend. My God. Thank you, Jesus, for being a friend. Come on now. Thank you, Jesus, for being a friend. Thank you, Jesus, for being a friend. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for how you love us. Thank you for how kind you are to us. Thank you for being a friend. My God. God, thank you for being a friend. Thank you for fresh grace. Thank you for brand new mercies. Thank you for how well you love us. Thank you for how well you keep us. Thank you for how intentional you are with us. Thank you, Lord God, for being a friend. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for faithful friendship. Come on now. You got to see more Jesus as more. You got to see Jesus as more. You got to see Jesus as more. You got to see Jesus as more. Oh, Lord, I thank you for being a faithful friend. I thank you for being a faithful friend. Oh, my God. 
I thank you for being a faithful friend. I thank you this morning. I thank you for your faithful friendship. My God, my God, Jesus was often criticized. Come on, y'all. He was often criticized for being friends to sinners. He was often, this was a this was a criticism that he received often. My God, for being friends to sinners. My God, my God, Lord, I thank you for being a friend. I thank you for your friendship. I thank you for fresh grace. I thank you for brand new mercies. I thank you, Father God, for being an extreme friend. Oh, my God, for being an extreme, an extreme friend. A friend that loves us with no boundaries. A friend that's not calculating or adding up our mistakes. My God. A friend that'll lay down his life. Ooh, my, 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 my. Who will lay down his life for us. My God, I thank you, Lord God, for being that kind of friend. Ooh, for being that kind of friend. For being that kind of friend. For being a faithful friend. My God. I thank you for being a faithful friend, Lord God. You are such a faithful friend. You are so loving. You are so calm. You are so unique. My God, thank you for accepting our uniqueness. Ooh, thank you. Thank you for being a friend like no other. He is a friend like no other. Thank you for being a friend like no other. I thank you for being a friend like no other. Thank you, Lord God. We thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you. We thank you, Lord God. 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 We thank you, Father God, for even checking us. <laughs> Wait, God was checking me this morning about something. Thank you for even checking us, like being that friend that checks us, being that friend that checks us, being that friend that says, mm -mm, that's not best for you. Oh, my God. Thank you for being a friend. Thank you for your faithful friendship. Thank you for how well you love us. My God. Thank you for how much you adore us. Thank you for the power and the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for brand new mercies this morning. Thank you for fresh grace this morning. Thank you for your peace. Thank you for your joy. Thank you for your love. Thank you for how well you love us, my God. I thank you, Lord 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 God. Baptize us fresh this morning. Reveal to us your glory this morning. Let us experience you in new ways. Oh, my God. Till up the soil of our heart, Lord God, so that we can experience, in you, experience you more. My God, till up the soil of our heart, Lord God, so that we can encounter my God, freshness, my God, fresh ways and see you in new ways and experience you in new ways. 
My God, we long to experience the more of you. We long to experience your grace. We long to experience your glory, Lord God. Let us experience and encounter you in new ways. Open the eyes of our understanding, Lord, to the hope who you, who, of who you've called us to be through Christ Jesus. Let us maximize our understanding of you. Oh my God. Do not let us experience you from a limited point of view, from a limited relationship. Let us maximize the encounter. Let us maximize the experience. Let us experience your fresh grace and a fresh anointing. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done in our lives this morning. We thank you, Lord God, for daily bread. We thank you, Lord God, that you are a reasonable portion. We thank you, Lord God, for help, good health, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that you are our healer. We thank you, Lord God, that you regulate our mind. We thank you, Lord God, that you are the God of peace. We thank you, Lord God, for being a God of second, third, fourth, and fifth chances. My God, we thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We thank you. We bless you. We praise you. My God, in Jesus' name, amen. My God, we want to maximize. Woo, come on now. I, I don't, I don't, I'm just, um, I don't know about you, but I don't want to experience God from a limited perspective um, because I don't want to come out my comfort zone um, because I'm fearful of what the next step may look like. But Hebrews tells us it's without faith, it's impossible to please God. Like you're not going to live a pleasing life. My God, to God in your own boundaries, limited by your own experiences. If you don't get to understand the nature of God, of who God is and what he desires and how he desires the very best for you. You, you serve a different type God. You serve a God that wants to maximize you to maximize life. You serve a God that wants you to experience the best life. Woo! Put that in your notes today. I serve a God that wants me to experience the best life. I serve a God that wants me to experience the best life. He does not want me living in a lower standard. My God, he keeps reminding us again and again. My ways ooh, are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. My God, I need you to think higher. We go lower in humility, but we have to think it is working. And we think higher at a whole different capacity. You serve a God that wants you to live the best life. As a matter of fact, Jesus said it best. He said, I, 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 I didn't come. <laughs> like, y'all know I like to quote Jesus a certain way. I didn't come so that you, this this not me stealing from you. This not me stealing your joy. Ooh, this this not me stealing your peace. 
this 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 not me coming for your mind that ain't how i work this not me trying to rob you of the best life that's just not how i get down that's just not that's the hip-hop version that's just not how i get down i'm not like that he said i came this is why the single reason my father sent me on this earth my god i came to uh, make an exchange and it's not even an even exchange oh my god that's why i know this level of friendship is something beyond anything we ever experienced it's not even an even exchange oh come on y'all it's not even a, the the relationship with jesus it's not even an even exchange. And perhaps that's one of the reasons we haven't been experiencing our best in God. Oh, thank you, Father, for that. It's because we think it's about an even exchange. We think that if I do this, if I do this, if I present myself this way, see, you're still waiting to feel worthy of this. Oh, come on, Holy Spirit. You're still waiting to feel worthy of your best life. You still think it's about points and systems and doing. It's never going to be an even exchange. Come on now. This is never going to God loves you way greater than you love him. So when he sent Jesus, my God, because of our sinful fallen nature, my God, when he sent Jesus and put Jesus in place, what Jesus came to do for us is beyond our capacity. It's beyond our thinking. My God. And we we constantly think it's about our doing. And it's not. It's to be received by faith through grace. My God. This is a friendship and a relationship with no conditions, without limits. That's not tallying marks. I don't, can I tell you something? I don't even want to be in a relationship where we keep in tally marks. Ooh, I, don't, I don't, I don't, this type of relationship, this type of friendship right here, it's probably never going to be even. It's never going to be balanced out. It's never going to be equal, but the enemy will have you foolishly ooh, thinking, oh, I got, I got to earn. You're going to earn. You can't earn this friendship. Ooh. See, this is godly covenant relationship and godly covenant relationship looks different. It's a different experience. Ooh, I gotta listen. It's a, it's a different experience. Um, a lot of, uh, a lot of times, um, because we relate friendship and relationship to the experience that the experiences we've had in real life, we don't know how to receive the grace. We don't even know how to receive this kind of love. We don't even, we can't even fathom this kind of love because we equate a love and friendship to doing. We, we created, we, we equate it to doing. These are, these are the things. No, that's only part of it. A friendship that loves, a relationship that loves, that has absolutely no bounds, that comes with unlimited love, that will put up with your insecurities, that will put up with your deficiencies, that will put up with all the other things. My God, and still keep pushing you towards greatness. That's the kind of relationship. That's why Jesus was like, I didn't come to kill, to steal, or to destroy. 
My God. Can I tell you something? I think that's why... Um, I want to say this right, Holy Spirit. I think that's why we stay in deficient, ooh, can I say this, deficient situations all the time. One, we don't recognize that God is all we ever need. Like we really don't recognize that God is all, God has absolutely everything we need. When we get and begin to encounter God as total supply, and when you begin to encounter God as total supply in your life, your relationships with even others will begin to change because you will understand God as total source and supply, right? But even in dealing in our earthly relationships, they just have skewed our perspective with our relationship with God. Oh my God. And so we operate and I operate in our relationship with God from a limited perspective, like not from a light limited, like from such a limited perspective. So we see God's love with gaps, with holes and as being incomplete. And God's love is solid through and through. So when Jesus says, I'm not the thief, <laughs> I'm not the one trying to break into your house. I'm not the one trying to break into your heart. I'm not the one that's coming to destroy you. I'm not the one that's trying to steal your peace. I'm not the one that's trying to rob you of your joy. I'm not the one. I'm not. I came. The whole reason I'm here. My God, I thank you for this. The whole reason that I'm here. The whole, I don't know. My goodness. The whole reason that I'm here is so that you could have an abundant type life. Oh my God. You got to declare that over yourself. I'm going to have an experience, an abundant type of life. Come on, y'all. They just kicking me off Instagram today. Oh my God. My God. I'm going to experience an abundant type life. I'm going to experience an abundant type of life. Woo! I want you to declare that one more time. I'm going to experience an abundant type of life. I'm sorry, Instagram. I don't know why the, the enemy does not want the message to come forth on Instagram. This is the second time I've been kicked off. But guess what? I'm going to keep hitting live until it happens. It just keeps kicking me off Instagram. I, I'm going to experience abundant and abundant type life i'm gonna experience i'm gonna have it and i'm gonna experience i'm gonna keep coming back <laughs> i'm gonna have it and i want to experience an abundant type life because this is what doesn't mean that we won't have persecution doesn't mean that we're not gonna have issues doesn't mean that we're not gonna have problems but the grace is available for us to live an abundant type of life that's why when the Lord begins to deal with us, because remember, our heart is our receiver. Oh, come on now. Your heart is where you receive the truth of God. Oh, my God. Your heart is where you receive the truth of God. You got to put that in your notes today. My heart is where I receive the truth of God. This is where I get the wisdom of God. This is where I get the knowledge of God. Uh, my heart receives, my God, 
the truth of God. It's not in my knowledge. It's not in my mental. That's why sometimes for those of us that are really brilliant and really smart, it's hard for us to receive or conceive what God is saying to us by the spirit. No, our heart, my God, is our receiver for the things of God. So remember we started weeks ago tilling up the things in our heart, dealing with the things in our heart, asking the Lord to remove from us. Lord, remove from me a stony heart. Come on now. Tap into your receiver this morning. Remove from me a stony heart. My God, I thank you. Come on now. Remove from me a stony heart. Remove from me anything in my heart that's hardened. Remove from me anything in my heart that's not like you. Remove from me anything in my heart that does not reflect you. My God, remove from me anything in my heart that's keeping you out. Remove from me anything in my heart, Lord God, that's blocking me, that would cause heart failure. Remove from me anything in my heart, Lord God, that does not leave me tender or responsive to you. My God, Lord God, as a matter of fact, show me me. Oh, come on, y'all. As a matter of fact, show show me me. Show show me the things, the ways. My God, as a matter of fact, I'm gonna give you permission this morning, Lord God. Can you just place your hands if if you're not driving? Do not close your eyes if you're driving. But can you just throw your hands up in an act of surrender this morning? My God, Lord God, I give you permission. My, 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 my. I give you permission to check me. <laughs> I give you permission to groom me. I give, you, I give you permission to remove anything from me that does not align with you. I surrender my heart to you. I surrender my heart to you, Lord God. I surrender my heart to you, Lord God. Now, creating me a clean heart, renewing me a steadfast spirit. My God, put your new spirit in me. Put you a new, put a new spirit in me. Put a new spirit in me. Put a new spirit in me. Oh my God. Put a new spirit in me. Put a new spirit in me. My God, in Jesus' name, amen. Do you know how important it is that you pray that? Do you know how important it is, how often important it is for you to pray that you need to pray that often lord deal with my heart can i tell you something when god really begins to deal with your heart your mouth will start closing (laughs) for those of us who have always had issues and problems with talking too much talking too fast and talking too soon when the lord really begins to deal with your heart your mouth will start closing, right? I'm just being for real because you'll recognize how much more quiet you need to be to become sensitive to his voice, how much more quiet you need to be to be able to receive his word. You'll be slow slow to speak and quick to listen. You'll become slow to speak and quick to listen because what you'll begin to do is come on holy spirit you'll begin to capture the capture those thoughts 
that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. You begin to think like God thinks and say as God says and move as God moves. Why? Because things in your heart that are not like him, my God, things in your heart not like him, they'll begin to be plucked up. They'll begin to remove and move and you'll begin to recognize, oh my God, I just been running my mouth. I cannot just, from my personal point of view, I just been running my mouth for no reason. <laughs> I just been saying fluffy stuff. I just been moving, you know, information without revelation is just information, right? Revelation means I become a doer of the word and not and 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 not just a hearer of the word. If I take the word. If I get the word, then I'm applying the word to my life. Come on now. If I get the word, once I get the word, come on y'all. Once I get the word, I take the word and I'm applying the word to my life. Um, it's a see and it's a do. It's a see and it's a do. Father God, we thank you. So let me just go back and give you these things. And then we're going to talk this morning about Jesus being a friend. We're going to pluck up any ideology or thought process of Jesus being a friend. So we've been on this journey of spiritual heart check. And every day God reveals another area to us in which it's important for him, for us to check our heart standard against the word of God. It's not, we're not checking our heart standard against our flesh. Come on, Holy Spirit. We're not checking our heart standard against our emotions. We're not checking our heart standard against information that was given to us. We're checking our heart's standard by and through the word of God. Nothing else. We're checking our heart standard by what he says and what he deems as important. My God, we, we've been, he's been giving us little checks of how to recognize him, of how to experience him, of how to see him. And so we've been doing this spiritual heart check. And I'm going to run back through some of the things that we've talked about. Am I relying on Jesus alone to get into heaven? Ooh, not my acts. Acts, that's Acts 4, 10 and 12. Do I tell others about Jesus? That's Romans 1, 15 and 16. Remember, I told you one of the most bold and easy ways to tell others about Jesus. It's like share this devotion or, or share your church's sermon. But am I telling others about Jesus? Not convicting, not. And I'm going to talk about what it means to be a friend in just a second. Do I tell others about Jesus? Do I tell the truth? Do I gossip? Do I have critical judgmental spirit? Do I care more what others think about me or what God thinks about me? Do I worry rather than trust God? Am I kind towards others? Am I generous or do I hoard my own money? Do I help those in need? Do I make time to pray? Am I self-focused? Am I thankful in all circumstances? Do I make crude, off-color, or sexual jokes? Am I worldly-minded or Christ-minded, right? And then the last one that we covered was, I don't know, we'll probably go back there, is I am I boastful, right? We learned about what it means to be boastful. So this morning, we're going to learn a little bit about what it means as Jesus as friend. What does it mean as Jesus as my friend? 
Come on now. What does it mean for Jesus to be my friend? Because whatever my heart, whatever's in my heart about Jesus, because remember, this is my receiver. This is where I get information from. Whatever's in my heart about Jesus, right, as friend, whatever's in my heart um, about my relationship with Christ as friend is how I'm going to receive him. Ooh, whatever information I have, whatever knowledge I have, whatever wisdom I have is what I operate in. So this morning, as the song kept saying, thank you for being a friend. Like I was just singing this morning, travels down the road and back again. And I think if we understand Jesus as friend, then we're going to become better friends and we're going to begin to seek and desire godly friendships. Ooh, come on now. We're going to begin to seek and desire because godly friendships were given to us as well. We're going we're gonna to begin to seek and desire God, godly friendships. We're going to long for godly friendships as well. We're going to be like, okay, I want to experience Jesus as friend. And I also want to experience, come on now, these godly friendships and relationships. What does it look like if Jesus is my friend, Right. When when the when the, the when we look at Jesus as friend or Jesus as a friend of a sinner, what Jesus is really waiting on is for us to acknowledge His presence and His availability. Come on now, waiting on us to acknowledge His presence and His availability. How available He is to us as a friend how available his presence is to us even when we in our worst state even when we've sinned even when we messed up if i check this oh my god in my friendship right because that's the signs of a good friend oh am i aware of am i tapping in to the availability of jesus oh Come on now. Am I tapping in to the availability of Jesus? Am I experiencing his presence? Come on now. Am I allowing his presence to come in? My God. Am I encountering him in new ways and new measures, right? And this comes with understanding God's love for us. God's love for us is Almost it's beyond what we can imagine, <laughs> what we can imagine. So when we start talking about Jesus's friend, we're talking about acknowledging. Oh, can we talk about what it means to acknowledge? Lord, I thank you for revelation this morning. We talk about acknowledge, acknowledge, taking the knowledge, having the knowledge of. Acknowledge means that I accept it. Oh, come on now. Come on now. Help us this morning. Acknowledge means I accept it and I admit that it's the truth. Ooh, I, I, I accept it. I grant it. Ooh, I grant Jesus's availability in my life. Come on, y'all. I grant, I grant his availability. I grant his availability in my life. I allow him to be available in my life. Oh, come on now. I'm aware. I'm conscious. I subscribe to his availability. I subscribe to his presence. I long to his presence. I agree, my God, 
to his availability and his presence in my life. Meaning I don't cut him off. I don't deny him access. Oh, come on now. I don't cut him off. I don't deny him access. I'm not keeping secrets from him. Come on, y'all. That's when I'm when he's available, when when I acknowledge, he's looking for me to acknowledge his availability, which means I'm not trying to do things on my own. Oh my God. I'm not trying, I'm not trying to do things on my own. When when I when I acknowledge his availability and presence, it means I go along with it. When I acknowledge his availability and presence, it means I cooperate with it. Come on, y'all. When I acknowledge his availability and presence, it means I bow to it. Ooh, Jesus. It means I bow to it. And when I acknowledge his availability and presence, it means I'm, I'm, be, I'm wise to it. I'm, I'm wise to it. I'm wise to his, his, his availability. I'm wise to his presence. Can I tell you what the opposite? Can I give you the opposite? When I'm not acknowledging his presence, ooh, when I'm not acknowledging his availability, when I don't realize how available, available he is, when I don't recognize and appreciate is another thing. Ooh, when I appreciate him as friend, when I appreciate his presence, when I appreciate his availability, my God, when I appreciate him as friend, come on now, when I recognize, when I realize, when I'm conscious of him as friend, when I'm a conscious to his availability, then you know what? I'm going to go along with it. I'm going to respect it. I'm going to cooperate with it. I'm going to bow down to it. I'm going to take it on. I'm going to be wise to it. Can I tell you what the opposite of acknowledging is? It means to reject and deny. <sighs> so any time we don't know how to recognize this is so powerful. Jesus as friend, acknowledge his presence and his availability in our life. Then guess what we're doing? We're rejecting and denying the power of Jesus in our life. My God, I understand now when my grandmother used to say, girl, he stick closer than a brother. He stick closer than a brother. He'll be closer to you than anything you've ever imagined. My God. So he came here like helpless as infant. He went through all. Yeah. He went and experienced absolutely everything. So he could identify with you. Ooh, come on now. Come on now. He who knew no sin bore our sin. He went through and experienced and did and, and had all these challenges and experienced all these temptations and took on the stripes and was sped on. He went and had all these experiences. Come on, y'all. So that he can identify with you. Oh, my God. The, the, the friendship, the relationship with Jesus is so important because he desires that more than anything, despite our sinful condition. Who do you know, right? Think about it in your life. Who do you know, my God, that will love you just as you are? Who, who do you know will respect and honor you just as you are? 
Who do you know who looks for the best in you just as you are no matter what? So he decides this type of relationship with us. So when we look of him in the scripture and they were they were dogging Jesus out and they were just like, are you a friend of sitter? You eating, you drinking? with the drunkards you eating and drinking with the tax collectors right he was he's like no this is what i'm supposed to do because they lost and vulnerable oh come on y'all this is why we got to get revelation of who he is of his presence my god and his availability to me when i understand that he's always present that he's always available then i won't shy back from the relationship i'll press into the relationship i'll make this relationship the most important relationship i have even if we even if we broken this, that's why I love this relationship with him. He is not. He's the friend of sinners. He's a friend of the socially unacceptable. Come on now. He's not. He's a, he's a friend. And even though he, he loves and longs to bring us to a level of spiritual maturity, he's more interested in gaining the friendship and the relationship. He's more... Um, interested in understanding us understanding God's heart and our relationship with him. So when the righteous um, and the spiritual were talking to him and criticizing him for spending time with the outcast, spending time with those socially um, unacceptable, right? He starts talking to them about the importance of the lost sheep. He says to them time and time again, you know, <laughs> The lost sheep are so important. People who are lost so important. You and your, come on, Holy Spirit. You being lost is so important to God that he'll leave behind 99 just to find one. That's Luke 15, 1 and 4. He made it clear. I came to seek and to save the lost. Luke 19, 10. <laughs> seek and save the lost until we are complete. We will always need Jesus. Oh, come on now. Until we are complete. Until we are on the other side and in heaven. Don't let the devil make you think you you gonna you gotta you're gonna always need this relationship. You're gonna always need his presence. You're gonna always need his wisdom. You're gonna always need his knowledge. You're gonna always need his understanding. My God. Why? Because he came to save the sick and, and lost. My God. He doesn't look at us from a place of not being good enough. Oh, my God. What he's looking for is for those that are open to hear. Oh, my God. This is giving me so much revelation this morning. He is looking for those that are open to hear. My God. He's looking for those that are open to hear Christ. Open to hear that they matter. Lord, I thank you that you give us ears to hear so we understand the relationship with you, that we always acknowledge the availability of your presence and who you are. Now, Jesus did not condone sin, nor did he participate. <laughs> he didn't become their friend. He didn't become their friend and participate. He didn't acknowledge, he didn't, he didn't say, 
is good. He didn't condone sin. He will never condone sin. Nor did he participate in destructive behaviors of the ungodly. He just, he, he did not. Being a friend, what he showed towards or demonstrates towards us on a continual basis, basis is kindness that should lead us to repentance. Ooh, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you even for us that we become more kind. His kindness, his kindness, kindness, his kindness will lead you to repentance. This Romans 2 and 4, right? Jesus led a perfect, sinless life. And he had the authority on earth to give forgive sins. That's Luke 5, 24, right? But his kindness. So when he spent time as our friends, spending time with our sinners, not joining in our sinful way, but presenting us the good news that forgiveness is and was always available. And then his words are what will transform our lives. My God, his words are what will transform our lives. That's why we meditate on his words day and we meditate on his words night. Let me give you a few more scriptures as Jesus as your friend. Ooh, so you can put these. John 15 and 15. No longer do I call you servants for the servant does not know what his master is doing. My God, but I have called you friends, right? If you're my friend and I don't know what you're doing, are we really friends? Come on, y'all. If you're my friend and I don't, and you keep hiding yourself from me and you're not available to me, am I really your friend? Like, am I, am I, am I really, like, am I really your friend? He says, my, no longer can, do I call your servants for the servant does not know what the master is, do, is doing. But I've called you friends. For all that I've heard from my father, I've made known to you. If I'm your friend, I'm not holding out on you. If, if I'm your friend, I'm not withholding my gifts from you. Oh, it's so powerful. If I'm your friend, if I'm your friend, I'm not... I'm not keeping the best part of me from you. He's like, no, you're not no servant. A servant doesn't know what a master is doing. When you're a servant, I just tell you to go and do. But when you're my friend, I'm going to reveal my heart to you. Oh, God, I thank you. I'm going to reveal my heart to you. I'm going to reveal my heart, our heart towards you. John, oh, that's so powerful. I'm going to give you revelation. I'm going to give you knowledge. I'm going to give you wisdom. I'm going to give you absolutely all that you need. I'm not a limited friendship. I'm going to make all knowledge. I'm going to give you all the knowledge you need. That's why he told him he wanted to leave. He said, I'm not leaving you. That, that, what kind of, that's, a, that's the dopest friend ever. He said, I'm not leaving you by yourself. When he told me, he said, I got to go. They was like, no, don't leave, don't leave. He's like, no, I got to go. I got to go. I got to leave. But here's the thing that I'm leaving you with. I'm not going to leave you alone. I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna leave you a, alone. I'm not gonna leave you out here by yourself. I'm not gonna leave you where you go through circumstances and situations by yourself. I will not, I will not do you like that. 
I'm not going to do you like that. That I would never do you like that. So even though I got to go be with the Father, I got another important. I'm leveling up. This is what he said. I'm just breaking it down for you. I'm leveling up. I'm about to level up, right? I'm leveling up. I got to go be with the Father. I got to be the high priest. I got to go be the advocate. I got to be I got to be in the courts. My God, when the enemy is trying to do something, I'm about to level up. I'm leveling up, right? As I level up and I go into my next divine position. Come on now, this is so powerful. As I level up and I go into my next divine position, I'm not leaving you by yourself. I'm going to leave you something. I'm going to leave you access. You're going to be able to Google in the spirit. (laughs) Come on now. Come on now. You're going to be able to Google. You're going to be able to Google in the spirit. You're going to be able to, I'm about to send you a fact check. I'm about to send you something. You're going to be able to Google in the spirit. I'm about to send you the Holy Spirit. Oh my God. This is what Jesus was saying. I'm not going to leave you by yourself. I'm about to send you the Holy Spirit. Lord, thank you, Holy Spirit. He said, I'm not leaving you without friendship. I'm not leaving you without relationship. I'm not leaving you without information. I'm leaving you exactly what you need in this time and this season. I'm not going, I'm not a friend that's going to leave you out there. I'm leveling up. I got to level up. I got to go to the next level. I got to go to my next place. I got to get in position, but I'm not going to leave you without a comforter. Oh, I'm not going to leave you without an advocate. Come on, y'all. I'm not going to leave you without the spirit of truth. I'm not going to leave you without wisdom. I'm not going to leave you without knowledge. I'm not going to leave you without an understanding of all the things that I said. I'm going to leave you with somebody who can bring you back into remembrance of our relationship. Ooh. My God, I'm, bring, I'm leaving you somebody who can bring you back into remembrance of everything I said. I'm leaving you in remembrance. I'm leaving you somebody that's going to be able to guide you and, and into this next season. My God, he who has ears, Father, let them hear this morning. My God, there's so much revelation on this. My God, so I'm not leaving you by yourself. I'm not. I'm a, I've made myself known. I've, I've told you the way to live. I told you the way, the truth, and the life. I'm making myself available to you. I'm making my presence available to you. I just need you to tap into the Holy Spirit. Ooh, come on now. I just need you to tap into the Holy Spirit. I'm not leaving you by, I, as a matter of fact, I got to go so that this thing will work the way God designated it to work. Ooh, come on now. My God, I thank you for your power on this. My God, John 15 and 13, greater love has no one than this. That someone will, that will lay his life down for his friends. Jesus already laid his life down for you. Proverbs 18 and 24. My God, this is what I love. A man of many companions <laughs> may come to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. My God. Proverbs 17 and 17. A friend loves at all times and a brother could be born for adversity. My God, I thank you. James 2 and 23. And the scripture was fulfilled that says Abraham believed God. My God, Abraham believed God and it was counted to him as righteousness. 
And he was called a friend of God because of his faith, his belief in God. Abraham was called a friend of God. My God. Proverbs 27 and 17. Iron sharpens iron. One man sharpens another. Jesus is going to sharpen you. That That's that's a lot of why we have such difficulty experiencing Jesus in a relationship because he's the vine and we are the branches. And that pruning process is hard. And that pruning process is overwhelming, right? At the point of the pruning process is where most of us begin to cut God off. But the Holy Spirit, can I show you this? There's so much coming in this. But the Holy Spirit, the next part of the Trinity comes in to let me carve out what's not like God and what's like God. When we get to this place of the friendship, when the iron has to sharpen iron, when, when the Holy Spirit has to carve the things out of our heart that does not look like God, that does not sound like God, that does not act like God. This is, where, this is where the most resistance happens. This is where the most resistance. This is, this is, we don't understand. If Jesus levels up, we got leveled up. We got to level up, right? This is where the most resistance happens, right? My aunt has been teaching on personal prayer and how our personal prayer life has to go to such a level in which God begins to deal with us in our heart. This is where the most resistance happens. We good as long as it's goosebumps, feelings, and blessings. Ooh, my God. We good as long as it's goosebumps, feelings, and blessings. When it's goosebumps, when it's feelings, when it's blessings, we all good. Oh, Lord, let me experience more, more of you. Oh, my bank account on full. We are like we good. But when the level up occurs, when the Holy Spirit comes in, when Jesus comes in and puts his finger on something in your heart and says to us, that, that don't belong there. That's not of me. That's of the world. That's, that doesn't belong there. That's not of me. That's the world's ideology. That's the world. That's your flesh speaking to you. That's your flesh talking to you. There's no wisdom in that. That does not line up with my word. That does not line up with my word. It has just kicked me off Instagram all day today. I'm going to keep going. That does not line up with my word. That lines up with the flesh. It does not line up with my word. It lines up with the flesh. That's your flesh. That's the flesh talking to you. That's not the that's not the word of God talking to you. That's the flesh talking to you. Right? Yes, Yara, conviction, not condemnation. Saint not beating you, but see, condemnation never comes with a solution. Condemnation never comes with an answer. Condemnation never comes with a process. That's that's not what condemnation. When the Holy Spirit is convicting to you, convicting you and saying to you, you gotta level up like this. I'm pruning you back. That, that those encounters with Jesus as friend 
are some of the most important encounters. I, I don't, I'm personally, I don't want no friendship that's just a yes friendship. I'm going to, hold on. Because friendships are supposed to be edifying, right? <laughs> friendships are supposed to help us build us up. Friendships are supposed to bring us to the truth of God. Um, friendships are supposed to help us grow. Friendships are supposed to build us up. <laughs> help us grow. Help edify us. Help build us up. I don't want to be in any relationship or friendship in which I just got, yes, oh, you're so great. You're so wonderful. You're so marvelous. You're so da 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 But I can't speak my truth to you in love, and you can't speak my truth, real truth, not surface truth, real truth in love, that I can't really speak the truth to you in love and with the wisdom of God. That ain't, that's not a healthy relationship. Yes, relationships are not a healthy relationship. Supporting you in your foolishness is not a healthy relationship. Asking myself personally, is this relationship growing me to God or growing me away from God? Is this relationship pulling me, not emotionally, not something fluffy. Is this a relationship that's growing me to God or growing me away from God? Right? Is this a relationship that's multiplying me, that's adding to me and increasing me? Is this a relationship that sows into my flesh? Oh my God. Or is this a relationship that sows into my spirit? Right? So in Jesus as friend looks different. It's going to sharpen us. Ooh. And then John 15, 14, if you are my friends, then you do what I commanded you. Ooh, come on now. Come on now. When we, oh, I'm a friend of Jesus. When we are his friend, Abraham became a friend because of righteousness. Come on, y'all. When we are his friend, my God. When, he are, when we are his friend, when we are his friend, then we do as he commands. We do as he commands. You got to ask yourself. So I'm going to tell you again, because we speak and say this all the time. Longevity does not equal legitimacy. Just because it's been in our life a long time does not mean it's the relationship that needs to be in our life for a long time. Our relationships with others should model our relationships with Jesus Christ, our friendships with others should model our relationships with Jesus Christ. My God, you can't, you, it just, it just looks different. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that we aren't sitting among sinners, sitting amongst the scornful because Jesus did. But can I tell you, you need a certain amount of strength to be able to do that. If you're not well, if you're still struggling, you need to go get healthy and healed before you try to be that kind of friend. If your marriage is on the rocks, it's going to be hard for you to give people healthy marital relationship. You need to go heal. If your marriage is on the rocks, you're probably not going to be able to sin, um, sit amongst 
other people who marriage on the rocks until your faith get built up in a certain area and you get delivered. Can I tell you how many of us are telling our testimonies before we've overcome? A testimony is after we've overcome. We, we testify because we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. The testimony. Some of us are telling our testimonies way too soon. Woo! We still in the thick of it. We still bleeding out. We still damaged. We still hurt. My God. And we need to spend our own time in the healing room before we become something to somebody else. Let me give you a few more things. Proverbs 12 and 26. One who is righteous is a God to his neighbor, but the way of the wicked leads them estranged. right? Proverbs 22, 24 and 25. Make no friendship with a man given to anger, nor go with a wrathful man that you learn his ways and entangle yourself in a snare. I'm going to repeat that one more time. Make no friendship with a man given to anger, no go, nor go with a wrathful man, lest you learn his ways and entangle tangle yourself in a snare. James 4 and 4, you adulterous people, do you not know that a friendship with the world is enmity with God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. 1 Corinthians 15, 33, do not be deceived, bad company. Ruins, good morals. Thank you, Lord, for teaching us how Jesus is a friend and how to be a good friend. Proverbs 16, 28, a dishonest man spreads strife and a whisperer separates close friends. Proverbs 27 and 9, oil and perfume make the heart glad and the sweetness of a friend comes from his earnest counsel. You want friendships with earnest, godly counsel. Proverbs 13 and 20, whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. Proverbs 27, 5 and 6, better is an open rebuke than hidden love. Faithful are the wounds of a friend. Profuse. Remember when I was saying people just say yes? Profuse are the kisses of an enemy. And then I'm going to end on John 15, 12 and 15. There is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that someone who laid down his life for his friends. You are my friends. If you do what I command you, no longer do I call you servants, for the servants does not know what the master is doing. But I have called you friends for all that I've heard from my father I've made known to you. We're going to wrap it up in that scripture right now. Seeing Jesus as, thank you for that, seeing Jesus as friend helps us to see and understand and know others as friends as well. This is, that's so powerful. That Instagram dropped me 30 times today. It's crazy, but it's okay. My God. So becoming a friend of God, understanding our relationship with Jesus as friend, understanding what the power of that relationship is, understanding that we need to acknowledge his presence, his faithfulness, his loyalty, receive it, 
bow down to it. And then can I tell you, when you straighten that friendship out, thank you, Lord, then guess what it's going to do? It's going to make every friendship and relationship you have healthy. It's going to make, when you straighten this relationship out, when you get Jesus as friend, you, this is going to change every other relationship. It's going to change every other relationship you have. Because I'm going to recognize this relationship as being the most important relationship. And I'm going to take the wisdom and the knowledge that comes from my relationship, my friendship, me understanding Christ in my life. And it's going to translate into every other relationship I have. This was so powerful today. Lord, I thank you for divine appointments with you, divine assignments with you, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, for teaching us what it means to be a friend. <laughs> what a friend we have in Jesus. Come on now. My grandmother used to sing that. My God, I thank you for the friendship that we have in you. I thank you for how intentional you are with us, how loving, how kind you are to us. My God, now let it translate in our heart so that we can become more like Christ. If we merit, marinate on this, like if we stew in this, guess what? This is going to become our truth. We've been getting a lot of rich information. You need to be meditating what it can get so it translates into life for you. Like so that it translate, tran, tran, translates into life for you so you can have the more abundant life. Come on, let's get our confessions in. If you're new to the devotional, we always call, close the devotional out in confessions. Let's get our confessions in. I'm a new creature in Christ. All things have passed away. Behold, all things are new. I've died and been raised with Christ and now seated in heavenly places. I'm dead to sin, alive unto righteousness. No weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. But every tongue that rises against me in judgment, I shall show to be in the wrong. I prosper in everything I put my hands to. I have prosperity in all area of my life, spiritually, financially, mentally, and socially. I take every thought captive unto the obedience of Jesus Christ, casting down every imagination, every high and lofty thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Therefore, all my thoughts are positive. I do not allow Satan to use my spirit as a garbage dump by meditating on negative things he offers me. I don't speak negative things on purpose that my mouth shall not transgress. I will speak forth the righteousness of God all day long. I never bind a sister or brother with the words of my mouth. I'm always a positive encouragement. I edify and build up. I never tear down or destroy. I'm a believer, not a doubter. I'm slow to speak, quick to hear, slow to anger. I'm a doer of the word. I meditate on the word all day long. I will study the word of God. I will pray. I never get tired, grow weary when I study the word, pray, minister, or praise God. But I'm alert and full of energy. And as I study, I become more alert and more energized. I'm a giver. It is more blessed to give than to receive. I love to give. I have plenty of money to give always, all the time. I cast all my care on the Lord, for he cares for me. I don't have a spirit of fear, 
but of power and of love and of sound mind. I do not fear. I am not guilty. I'm not passive about anything, but I deal with all things in my life immediately. I do not judge my brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus after the flesh. I'm a spiritual man and I'm judged by no one. I operate in all the gifts of the Holy Spirit, which are tongues and interpretation of tongues, the working of miracles, the signing of spirits, the word of faith, the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, healing and prophecy. I walk in the spirit all of the time. Come on now. I've been set free. I'm free to love, to worship, to trust with no fear of rejection or being hurt. I have compassion and understanding for all people. I do not hate or walk in unforgiveness. I catch the enemy and all his deceitful lies. I cast them down and choose whether to believe the word of God. Work is good. I enjoy work. I do all my work excellently and with great prudence, making the most of all of my time. I'm a responsible person. I enjoy responsibility and I rise to every responsibility in Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. I'm creative because the Holy Spirit lives in me. I take good care of my body. I eat right. I look good. I feel good. And I weigh what God wants me to weigh. Pain cannot successfully come against my body because Jesus bore all my pain. I lay hands on the sick and they recover. I have a teachable spirit. I do not think more highly of myself than I ought to in the flesh. I've humbled myself and God has exalted me. I do what I say I will do and I get where I'm going on time. I don't hurry and rush. I do one thing at a time. I'm anointed of God for ministry. I'm an obedient wife and no rebellion operates in me. My husband is wise. He is the king and priest of our home. He make godly, makes godly decisions. All my children have lots of Christian friends. And God has set aside a Christian wife or husband for each of them. My children love to pray and study the word. They openly and boldly praise God. My children make right choices according to the word of God. All my household are blessed in their deeds. We're blessed when we come in, when we go out. All that I own is paid for. I will no man anything except to love them in Christ Jesus. Thank y'all. Woo! My God. Lord, I thank you for your word today. I thank you for your people. I thank you for empowering us. I thank you for enlightening us. I thank you, Father God, for giving us the tools to overcome in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for giving us the tools to overcome in Jesus name. Amen. Don't forget tonight we will have ladies Bible study. So invite somebody in. See you tonight 6 30 p.m. That's ladies Bible study to pillow talk. Get registered. Um, we we just I, I cannot explain to you. Um, your partner code is good through next week. This is a pillow talk you just do not want to miss. There are going to be four workshop sessions on Saturday. Friday night is going to be the ultimate girl talk session. We locked in the venue. We locked in our speakers. It is so amazing. Um, one of the sessions Saturday morning, we're going to be talking about um, a vision. Um, a vision. We're going to, I'm going to teach you how I build not um, 
Not like a, um, the kind of vision boards we see, but how to receive God's vision for our life. We have another session where we're going to be talking about self-care and mental health and the type of self-care that you need that's going to improve your mental health, right? Because we do sometimes things that are fluffy. So we got a session on that. And I'm waiting on confirmation of one more speaker, and hopefully it's something that's going to transform form your personal prayer life, guess what? You can get it on campus. You can get it online. You can get it on campus. On-campus spots are limited. They're limited. The online spots, there's a few more. You get a partner discount. Be involved. Thank you for everybody to everybody who served at Feed the Streets this weekend. Thank you for those that gave. It would not be a success without you. We are so grateful. Thank you for being a friend of LMJ Ministries. We are thankful and we're grateful. Two things. If the Lord places it on your heart to give, go over to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. Um, go over to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. Um, you can also cash out us, dollar sign, LMJ Ministry. My God, this is confirmation. I hear the Lord saying that. This is confirmation and revelation for many of you that you need to dig deeper. You've been trying to figure out where do I go next. This was confirmation and revelation that you need to dig deeper in the things of God. You really need to get a revelation of how valued, how well loved you are, and your relationship between you and God. This is deeper than hype. This is deeper than just mimicking and parroting. Once you understand your value and your relationship with God, you're going to take off. You're going to take flight. You're going you're gonna to become almost untouchable. You're going to be able to I'll be able to overcome some of the hurdles and the things that you've been going through. That's why the Lord has been tilling our heart and dealing with heart. This was the challenge. This was the push. This was the confirmation that you needed. You know what? I got to go higher. I got to go deeper. I got to dig more into the things of God. I cannot afford in this season to be complacent. I cannot afford in this season to be dormant. I cannot afford in this season to not be pruned. <laughs> this was the confirmation that you need. That was revelation give to, given to you today that you've been needing um, so that you could pursue a deeper and a greater relationship with God. So I thank you, Holy Spirit, for all that you've done for us and are continuing to do unto us, opening the eyes of our understanding. It was good for me. Like, it was good for me. It, 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 I had to check my relationship with Jesus, but I also had to check myself as a friend. Am I being the same kind of friend that Jesus is? Because I'm supposed to be like Christ. Am I emulating him in my friendships? And if I'm not, show me how to be a better friend. Because I want to be what you call me to be through people so that they can be edified, built up, and grow. Now, if you've not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I know I've sinned against you. I'm sorry for my sins. I'm asking you to come into my heart and to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus for saving my soul. God promises that him that cometh unto me, he'll know why he's cast out. He will not cast you out. He will not cast you out. If you've received this prayer of salvation and made your statement of faith, um, please email us, info at justbeinglmj.com. 
we want to send you some resources and some materials. We thank you, Lord. Yeah, Nisi, that's how I feel, Lord. Thank you for showing me how to be a better friend. And thank you, Lord, for opening the eyes of my understanding to always be aware of you. Always be aware of your presence. Always be aware of your availability so that I can turn to you more instead of being inward. See, I like to go inward so I can turn to you more instead of being inward so that I can always tap into you when I need to tap into you. That's what that fresh grace is about. <laughs> That's what that fresh grace is about. So I love y'all. Back in the morning. My God, can you say this? Declare this. Surprise me, Lord. Surprise me, Lord. Surprise me, Lord. Father God, thank you for bringing us up to higher levels in you. But surprise us this morning, this Lord. Surprise me today, Lord. Surprise me. I love y'all so much. See y'all. Love y'all. Peace. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.